guys, thanks for incorporating these notes into your notes. Um, we're gonna, I'm gonna greatly do a disservice to um, this really important time in world history for as decolonization or African awakening. Um, and it's following the Second World War and it's important because finally there's enough resistance movements that these countries can push out the imperial European powers that have been there for, you know, over 100 years. And so I'm just going to give you a brief overview. Um, I have a lot of articles that I can share with you if, if, they are, if you are interested in these topics. But let's go ahead and get started. We're going to bounce to Algeria. And if you recall, the French occupied Algeria. And um, one thing, too, I just want to add a disclaimer. Why this happens, all, like, kind of very simultaneously is because following the Second World War, these European countries, they couldn't afford to keep these um, colonies. And quite frankly, the general public was over it. Uh, <clears throat> so some will be very violent pushes for independence others will um be peaceful and so we're gonna start with algeria very horrifically violent um and um uh the first um kind of trigger of this event was may 8th um 1945 if you recall this is a victory day in europe for the end of world war ii and basically you know they they're algerians who fought for france and um you know, that, that, because Algeria was a French colony, and they displayed Algerian flag as a sign of, um, freedom, and French soldiers responded by shooting. Um, naturally, riots followed, um, there were about 103 Pied Noirs killed, and about 15,000 Muslims killed. So, basically, going back to, you know, if you can't remember what a Pied Noir is, but basically they're the white Europeans that were, kind of low class in Europe, but when they've made their way to Algeria, they're now kind of running the show. So this group, they lobbied in Paris because they wanted something kind of like an apartheid system in Algeria. Uh, they're, the French are not willing to work with Algerian moderates. And so basically by 1954, there's like a full scale um, insurgency. And um, there's attacks uh, on French, there's attacks on French military posts. And so basically the French responded with what's referred to as the batissage, which, which loosely translates to raking over and basically bombing, arrests, torture. Um, by 1957, um, there's a, um, you know, the, the um, Algerians basically are, are forming their own Freedom National League and um, unfortunately just keep getting hit with, you know, bombings and attacks and bombings um, and attacks. Um, in 1961, the French held a referendum on Algerian independence. Um, basically, 75% um, citizens voted for independence. Um, de Gaulle um, opened negotiations with the FLN. And um, um, it, again, it's tricky because you've got, it's almost like you've got three groups. You've got the French in France. You've got the Pied Noirs who are you know, white, and then you've got the Algerian. It's, it's a really tricky situation. Um, basically, this is going to come to an end in 1862. Um, there's going to be a, a ceasefire and um, kind of putting down of, of, of arms. And um, there's still violence between the groups. There's a million uh, white people in Algeria that moved to France. And the final, the final period of violence occurred after independence. This was with the Avian Accords. Um, you know, Charles de Gaulle is, is attempting to, to work out something with um, the FLM. 
and um, basically anyone who, after this independence, um, anyone associated with France um, really suffered horrible violence. Um, this is referred to as the Harkey Movement, and tens of thousands were killed. Really um, awful, 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 awful. There are a couple movies um, that were made about this, if, if that's something that, you know, you're interested in learning more about. I, I mean, I way oversimplified it, but that's an example of a really horribly violent push for independence. Um, Nigeria was a protectorate of the English. The English ruled indirectly. Um, the Nigerians were encouraged to um, produce cash crops um, like tin, cotton, palm oil. Um, the British definitely controlled um, the economy. The tariffs were not fair to the Nigerians. Um, there was a movement after World War One for independence, but um, that obviously was put put down. Um, there is a slow transition of power in 1960. And, and basically it's gradual, it's very, very peaceful, um, move over to full Nigerian autonomy. Um, today, Nigeria and um, England, they're trading partners. 40% um, of Nigerians today are England, are, I'm sorry, <laughs> nope, 40% of Nigerians are Christian, um, and English is the official language of, of, of Nigeria. So that's a, that's a story, that's a story that has a little, little more of a peaceful sound to it. Libya um, is the last African area to be colonized. It was conquered by the Ottoman Turks. Um, then uh, the Italians went in in 1911. The Italians were really, really, really terrible. So the Libyans, uh, <clears throat> if you remember Rommel, uh, Desert, Desert Fox, Rommel was in um, Nigeria. And basically, um, following uh, the, the Second World War, um, Libya did gain its independence um, there was a kind of like an occupied Libya, the British, the French, and the Americans after kicking the Nazis out of Libya stayed. But then 1951, there's a constitutional monarchy. And then um, basically what we have is a, is a socialist state established under the leadership of Muammar Muhammad Gaddafi. Very, very, very important name. Um, he is a disciple of Gamal Abdel Nasser. We talked about him earlier, Egypt. Um, Basically, if you remember, Nasser nationalized the Suez Canal for the Egyptians. Gaddafi did the same thing for uh, Libyan oil, and this was hugely successful. Um, the first developing country to share majority revenues from an oil product. Um, but, you know, he took, he took Libya on a very interesting path. Um, he, um, you know, believed in rule by the masses, um, very draconian, you know, very harsh, you know, torture, um, dissidents were, were, you know, beaten, um, you know, very pan-Arab. He became kind of like the, the, um, you know, spokesperson for pan-Arabism. In uh, Green Book is his famous book, and it outlines his political, um, his political theories, um, you know, and basically very much sees issues between capitalism and communism. Um, he ruled for 42 years. Uh, 2009, he visited to speak at the UN, um, and it was supposed to be 15 minutes, but um, he rambled on for 90 minutes and actually tore up um, the UN charter. <laughs> so um, he was killed in 2011. There's a, um, a um, um, civil war, and um, ISIS 
um, his country, the country kind of fell apart. And so it's interesting, it's an interesting case study when you look at Libya and, you know, sure he was kind of a nut job, but it was very stable under his rule. When he died, Libya became a complete failed state and ISIS entered um, in the uh, mid 2010s. Finally, I want to finish with a look at um, Uganda. Uh, Uganda also was a British colony. If you look at where Uganda is located, uh, it was part of Cecil Rhodes' um, Cape, Cape Town to Cairo mission. Um, it was a, it's been a protectorate since 1894. The main cash crop is cotton. And World War II pushes for independence. Um, by 1960, we have one man, uh, Milton Abote, who um, basically he um, be, kind of comes the, the ringleader. And basically he, um, the, biggest, the biggest problem he, he faced is that, you know, an internal powerful kingdom and so that's just kind of just a side note, but basically, um, one of, um, his main generals is a guy, army commander named Idi Aman. And so Idi Aman, um, basically, you know, is, is rising in power. Anytime that Milton Obote, you know, you know, leaves or has an international meeting or something, Idi Aman is gathering more, more power. And so, um, basically by 1971, um, Idi Amman has led a coup to toppled, um, to topple the government. Um, under Amin, Amin, the economy goes to poop. Um, he, you know, it's believed half a million people are murdered under his rule. Um, he, um, in 1978 invaded Tanzania and, um, Tan, uh, Abote at this point has not returned. Um, he's escaped and, um, basically, um, um, he is kind of living in, uh, I guess you could say like refuge, um, in Tanzania and, um, you know, just by the, by 1979, uh, Bote is able to return to power, <laughs> although he, he creates a government much like Amin did and, um, very repressive. And so basically, that's a little long-winded, I apologize about that, but basically what's next in uh, Uganda is in 1986, the NRA, National Resistance Army, took control um, with a dictator under the leadership of Museveno, and um, a lot of historians consider this a real turning point in Ugandan history. Um, under this dictator, the economy improved, education improved, um, almost like was a, like a, a, like a model, like, okay, well, maybe democracy isn't for us, like this is working, um, um, unfortunately, within a year, though, there is a ter essentially a terrorist organization called the Lord's Resistance Army under Joseph Kony, and he starts um, think of it like bush bush fighting, like just really jacking up this stability. Um, he and his soldiers abducted more than twenty thousand children. Um, you know, this was in in like two thousand five through two thousand ten. This was all over the news of um, you know the. Uh, these child soldiers, you, you know, horrible, horrible things that were done to them. They would be forced to watch their parents be killed. Um, he avoided capture for over three decades. Um, today, there um, in the the country of Uganda is about the state of England, but it um, has a million refugees from all of its surrounding areas: um, Sudan, Rwanda. Um, and what's interesting, just last thing I'm. I want to say is that Uganda gives refugees almost like an unparalleled opportunity. Um, and it's, it's really fascinating, um, 
that how they how they do that um in the west we see this as a complete flaw like one man rule but um it's fascinating how 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 this has worked and and you know with these african countries you know so much struggle under the the colonization period but how they came out of that um let me know what questions you have sorry i went a little past 10 minutes i will talk to you soon bye